It's the first Sunday of Lent here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is March 10th, 2019. Today's readings come from Deuteronomy, chapter 26, verses 4 through 10, as well as Romans, chapter 10, verses 8 through 13. The Gospel proclamation comes from Luke, chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. The ritual described in our reading from the book of Deuteronomy sounds a little like the presentation of the gifts at Mass. When the bread and wine and the money to support the work of the Church are brought forward, they are symbols of our lives. We are offering our lives to worship God. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people, saying, When the priest takes the basket from your hand and sets it down before the altar of the Lord your God, you shall make this response before the Lord your God. A wandering Aramean was my father. He went down into Egypt and lived there as an alien, few in number. And there he became a great nation, mighty and populous. When the Egyptians treated us harshly and afflicted us by imposing hard labor on us, we cried to the Lord, the God of our fathers. And the Lord heard our voice and saw our affliction, our toil and our oppression. The Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with a terrifying display of power and with signs and wonders. And he brought us to this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. So now I bring the first of the fruit of the ground that you, O Lord, have given me. And Moses continued, You shall set it down before the Lord your God and bow down before the Lord your God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The point that Paul is trying to make in today's reading from the letter to the Romans is that Jews and Gentiles can now worship the same God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, what does scripture say? The word is near you, on your lips, and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and so is justified, and one confesses with the mouth and so is saved. The scripture says, No one who believes in him will be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all and is generous to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. 
filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the desert for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and when they were over, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live on bread alone. Then he took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a single instant. The devil said to him, I shall give to you all this power and glory, for it has been handed over to me, and I may give it to whomever I wish. All this will be yours if you worship me. Jesus said to him in reply, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. Then he led him to Jerusalem, made him stand on the parapet of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you. And with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him in reply, It also says, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every temptation, he departed from him for a time. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we cannot live on bread alone, but only on the word that comes from your mouth. I got hacked yesterday. I did. And I'm telling you this to get your attention right now. Uh, the unfortunate thing is you'll forget the rest of the homily because some of you will be thinking, how did that happen? A uh, friend called and said, well, I, I, got your, I got your email. What did you need? I don't email. I didn't, I didn't send you an email. No, I have it right here. It says it's from you, and, and I'm supposed to call you because you need some help. What do you need? I, Chris, I, I, I didn't email you. I mean, anybody who knows me knows that I don't email. So, what, whatever. Okay. Ten minutes later, the phone rang again. Father, I got your email. What do you need? I didn't email you, Brandon. I... I, I it's not for me. Well, it says you is... Oh, wait a minute. That looks like a phony address. I didn't email you. After the 5.30 mass last night, one of our parishioners was sitting on one of the benches in the gathering space and said, oh, Father, uh, I got your email and, and you asked for money for a cancer patient, so I sent the money... And then I realized that it was bogus. You didn't send the email, and it was a scam. So what I want to say to you today is, if you get an email from Father Charlie, it ain't. <laughs> just forget about it. And we're going to try to find out who did that. That just makes me crazy. They would do that. 
The story of the temptation of Jesus in Luke's gospel, it takes place right after his baptismal experience in the Jordan River. What's the last thing that Jesus heard at the Jordan? He heard the voice of God saying, you are my beloved son. Do you remember? You are my beloved son. The temptations today, how does the devil try to tempt Jesus? If you are the son of God, if you're really God's son, if God really loves you, then do this. Temptation in our lives is very often the temptation not to believe that we are God's beloved daughters and sons. That's what temptation is. It, it moves us to not trust that we are the beloved of God. Turn the stone to bread. He's fasted 40 days. He's hungry. Turn the stone to bread. If God really loves you, God wouldn't let you be hungry. Would God do that? Jesus refuses to use his power as the Son of God for selfish reasons, for, for his own nourishment, for, for pleasure. The temptation in our lives is that kind of temptation to take all of the good things, the positive things, the, the pleasures, and, and just hoard them for our own. I have a problem. Uh, I fell in love with pure leaf peach iced tea. Have you ever had pure leaf peach iced tea? I love it. I, I, I drink bottles of it every day. And I'm looking at Lent saying, is God calling me to give up pure leaf peach iced tea? I decided, no, if God really loved me, God wouldn't ask me to give that up, right? So I went to Wegmans where they always had the pure leaf peach iced tea. There was no pure leaf peach iced tea. Instead, the shelf had something called mango hibiscus. What the heck is mango hibiscus? I guess maybe I was supposed to give up pure leaf peach iced tea for Lent instead of relying on that to, to seek satisfaction, to seek nourishment in the Word of God. If you really are the Son of God, look, look at all the kingdoms of the world. I'll give them to you if you worship me. Doesn't it make you wonder? Doesn't it make you wonder why the devil has power to give away the power of the earth, the, the, the power of earth, earthly dominance? How'd the devil get that? Hmm. Jesus says, <laughs> worship God and worship God alone. What are the gods that we worship, huh? What gods do we place ahead of the God whom we believe? The, ahead of the God who sustains us and gives us life. What are the false gods? You shall love the Lord your God 
God alone shall you adore. Time to look and see what's more important to us, what gets first place over God. And then finally, jump off the temple. If you really are God's son, God won't let you get hurt. Psalm 90 says that he'll, keep, he'll catch you so you don't dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus' response is, you shall not test the Lord your God. Do you ever pray really hard for something? Or pray really hard for someone? And the prayer doesn't get answered like we want it to be answered? I've prayed for people who are battling cancer Every day I pray for them, and sometimes it seems as if God is not answering the prayer. The temptation, if you are God's beloved daughter, if you are God's beloved son, the temptation is when we ask God for help and we don't get what we've asked for, we break the relationship. We say, we're mad at God. I'm not praying anymore. I'm not going to church. I'm mad at God because God didn't give me what I thought I wanted, what I knew I wanted. Do not put your God to the test. In those situations where we seem to pray and pray and pray and not get the answer we're looking for, what we would do following Jesus is stay with the prayer. Stay with God. Not allow this difficulty to separate us from God, but instead allow God to walk us through this difficulty. We'll join hands later and pray as Jesus taught us to pray. In the spirit of Jesus, we'll pray. In the spirit of Jesus who overcame temptation. And we'll receive the Eucharist and have his strength to do the same. I still don't want to drink hibiscus mango tea. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.